Have you ever blacked out during sex? <laughs> or like fallen asleep? Like just for a yes. sec? Yes. <laughs> Not even just for a sec. <laughs> I think it was more because I was like on a lot of drugs. It was in college when I was doing a lot of drugs. Yeah, so the drug. I, I think to. it was the drugs. Xanax, alcohol. Oh my god. Marijuana. I don't sorry mom. Wow. <laughs> you don't do any of those. Yeah, no, I don't. I mean I do alcohol. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was like that's a lot of depressants. Yeah. So mm. that's why I fell asleep. <laughs> I remember it was with my ex and it was one of the few times that I was like, let's do anal. And apparently I'd fallen asleep and he was so upset. Oh, my God. <laughs> because he was like, he fell asleep and so we couldn't <laughs> do anal even though you said we could. OK, so y- y- his his penis wasn't actually like in your asshole or was it? I I don't know. Maybe we had started like warming it up and then I passed out. That's like kind of rapey. Crazy. He said he stopped. I trust. Right. I feel like he did. Oh my God, I don't know if I trust him. him. I don't think he would have told me that I fell asleep and he was upset. You know? Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe I got anally raped. Oh my God. Let's add it to the list. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger warning. <Yeah. laughs> Sorry. Okay, well, I like it happened to me last night. So, oh. okay, so I hooked up with this guy who listens to the podcast like religiously. Whoa. So, hi, Gideon. Wait, d- did you know him? <laughs> before he started listening yes to the so okay. remember when i um i hooked up with my friend my brother's friend oh my god yeah i hope elon's not listening to this <laughs> anyway that fulfilled a high school dream of mine so this is another high school fantasy Ooh. that became a reality last night yeah so when i was a sophomore in high school i went to san francisco for this jewish mock trial thing i feel like Cute. i told you about it before moot bait dean um, with my favorite rabbi who officiated my brother. Whoa. His wedding. <laughs> and so I had a crush on this kid, Gideon. He said that I could say his name. And I like his name, so I'm <laughs> saying it. But funnily, he said that he his fake name to like Starbucks is Paul because <laughs> Gideon is like Jewy. Yeah. I feel like a lot of Jews have fake names, fake goyish names. I'll say Jackie sometimes because that's my friend's name. When I'm making reservations, they're like, I'm like, they're like, what's your name? And I'm like, Miriam. And they go, Marianne. And I'm like, Miriam. <laughs> they go, Mary. And I'm like, Jackie. Just Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking goys, man. Yeah. Um. I feel like I've said this too before. Whenever I introduce myself to people, not whenever, but like five times out of ten, I say, Hi, I'm Ariel, and they say, Good, how are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, What? <laughs> um anyway, so I met him there. He I think was from Arizona. So I obviously never saw him. Yeah, I think he's super cute. And so he's visiting this weekend and he like randomly added me on Snapchat and I was like, oh my God, is he in New York City? I have gotten laid so many times from people just adding me on Snapchat or LinkedIn (laughs) and I'm like, oh my God, they want to (laughs) fuck. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So we went to LPR um, and this was super hot. I brought my friend Alana um, to come with me. And I told her that I'd pay for her ticket because <laughs> I was like dragging her with me. Um, and then I uh, she paid me back. So I went to buy her a drink. And then Gideon comes over and just like out of nowhere enhances his credit card like immediately for both of us, which was just that's so sexy. fucking power move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So so we had sex. And I remember at one point. 
I just, I, I like woke up. I wasn't, I don't remember being asleep and I didn't black out at all except for this one second. And he, like, I just don't remember what, what was happening. Wow. And were you drunk? Yeah, I was very drunk, but huh. I think because my, the antidepressants with alcohol make mm. me more drunk than usual. Cause yes. I, I probably had like <laughs> five drinks which I guess sounds like a lot but like in college I was taking like 10 shots <laughs> and like tipsy no yeah I've seen you when you're like when you're on the when you take you just have a few drinks and suddenly you're like so drunk really that's like, funny oh. <laughs> everyone's like is she okay I'm like yeah she had like three drinks are you serious Why? people say that oh my god who it happened at like Nick's last party oh I was fucked yeah. up we did like a lot She's of all right. drugs. <laughs> oh, that's true. I forgot there was there were drugs. There, there. were drogas. Yeah. Um, anyway, so then I was like, all right, we need to just stop having sex because I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> um, so that happened, and I lost my hoop earring. I was really pissed. At Gideon's house. Maybe I'll get it. Yeah, he seems like the you could. Well, he doesn't live it. here. No, I might I might see him tonight. We'll see. Ooh. But I don't really want to schlep from like. Invite him to, to the party. Chelsea. I can't. Whatever. Nick will get over it. <laughs> I'm inviting him. But I don't care. Okay. Gideon, you have an <laughs> open invite. <laughs> um, anyway, so I asked on Horgasmic um, what people have lost. I thought it was interesting. We were talking about this last episode. Yeah. So here's what some people said. Earrings my dad had custom made with my favorite stone. No. A ring with a beautiful white stone. The sex was so bad that I just didn't want to meet him again. Oof. I left my Nuva ring on my boyfriend's mom's office desk, if that counts. (laughs) I don't... Do you think it counts? (laughs) My blue Hamsa necklace from Israel was ripped off during doggy. Classic. (laughs) My grandma's diamond earring, my mom doesn't know. I can always tell I'm having good sex when my nose ring comes out. (laughs) Like, if I'm not looking for that thing in the morning, you didn't do your job. An opal necklace my aunt gave me. I told this guy we were 15. I'd never take it off. He ripped it off intentionally while we were hooking up later. What a fucking loser, coward, asshole, douchebag. That's the fuck. That makes me think of that story with the ribbon, the girl with the ribbon on her neck. Oh, and when she takes it off and her head falls off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, there's just a few more. Um, I left a cheap choker at a bad hookup's house. He texted me about it and I said, keep it. (laughs) Yeah. Here's a pro tip. That's why you're supposed to wear cheap Claire's hoops to your dick appointments. Like, first of all, I think Claire's is closing. I saw a Claire's near a cava the other day. Wow. But I don't know if it's closing cool. or not. <laughs> cava and excited. Yeah. <laughs> um, I left my favorite very meaningful necklace in a one-night stand's bed while traveling. He was actually nice enough to mail it from Ireland to the U.S. Wow. Wow. Marry him. Wow. I lost my septum ring while I was sucking dick, and I was low-key bummed. Yeah. I mean, high-key. Like, why would it be low-key? Yeah. Um, anyway, that was fun. Wow, that was fun. I enjoyed that. okay i have one more story for you miriam okay okay hit me okay i'm not actually gonna hit you but so i fucked this guy shlomo oh my god um obviously he comes from a very orthodox family and he's like the black sheep and i don't i asked him black sheep because he's not religious yeah mm -hmm. um he's like super wealthy um super jewy <laughs> not really his name is just can you imagine shlomo. being named shlomo no that's like chance in this world sometimes i like saying guys names um in bed 
but I couldn't say yeah. shlomo. Oh, shlomo harder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so at first he, um, we make plans, and he's like, or you know what, can you just come over to my place? And I'm like, no, I really don't like doing that. I don't like, I, I need to meet in person. Yeah. Um, so then we make the plan. We make the date after a lot of back and forth where I'm just like, we need, I'm not going to your house. We make the date. He backs out again. He's like, you know, I'm so tired. Why don't you just come over? And I'm like, no, dude. And he goes, all right, what if, uh, what if we just like go for a walk in the park? It's like 10 p.m. Oh my, yeah. I'm like, do you know how fucking shady you sound? You're yeah. trying to rape and murder me. Dude, I would have ended it there well i fucked him <laughs> you're still here so that's good yeah how uh, was it it was good neither of us went down on the other that's fine and he thought not that i was a he didn't think i was a bad kisser but he didn't like the way i kissed and i didn't like the way he kissed he had a, like a like his mouth closed and mine was too open huh and now i'm super self-conscious of my kissing but i've been told i'm a good kisser but yeah. i guess it's just different fuck shlomo for everyone I did fuck Shoma. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm really monopolizing this conversation, so give me something, Miriam. Well, I guess on that story, I could I had a similar situation with a guy on a dating app where his name was uh, what was his name? <laughs> it was like I don't remember, but he was also a Jew. We had matched on Field, which is like the kinky app a while ago, and then we matched on OkCupid. Oh, you're I don't on have OkCupid? Tinder, so I had to get all the other apps. Nice. I don't really like OkCupid, but I matched this guy and we were talking, we were supposed to hang out, and then he was like, you know, just so you know, I'm not looking for anything serious. I just got out of a relationship. And I was like, yeah, that sounds good. I'm also not really looking for anything serious. I just want to get to know Money. people. <laughs> that too. Uh, so uh, <laughs> so we were supposed to hang out. And then, like, he canceled last minute. And then I was like, okay, whatever. That sucks. And then I didn't really talk to him. And then he messaged me out of the blue being like, I just want to let you know, again, I'm really not looking for anything serious. And I was like, I know. <laughs> And then I just deleted him from OkCupid. Okay what a weird. But then this is when I still had J Swipe. We matched on J Swipe, so he was like, "Oh, haha, you again." And I was I'm like, "I'm not haha. looking for anything serious." <laughs> yeah. So we matched on J Swipe, which I didn't realize. But he messaged me on there, and he was like, "Haha, like you blocked me on OkCupid." Okay and I was like, "Yeah, I thought you were being condescending." <laughs> and then he was like, "Oh, sorry." And then we started talking, and we were—I was pretty drunk that night, so we were gonna hang out, like meet up at a bar that night. And then he was like why don't I just come over? And I was like, oh, I don't really feel comfortable with that, you know, as a woman. <laughs> and he as was a like, woman? Yeah. He was just like, um, oh, you're not flirty. You're not being flirty. And I was like, dude, I don't want to get raped and murdered, and I don't want to feel pressure to have sex with you, and I don't want you in my house until I've, like, verified that you're a human being. And he was like, you know what? Let's not do this tonight. And so then I blocked him. <laughs> and I've never heard you're from him. You're not being flirty. Yeah, like, I'm not being willing to like have you in my home even though i've never met you like what the fuck is wrong with you you know <laughs> that's insane yeah was he cute he was cute but not cute enough to justify that shit he was like five nine <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna pull that shit you better be over six feet tall <laughs> i can't believe said you're not being flirty i'm just i'm I gonna know. say that forever like, I'm now so flirty i'm such a f i was like I, I said that too i was like what the fuck i'm literally like so flirty <laughs> I invented flirting. I know, like the biggest flirt. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Have you? Uh, what's going on with your sex life? I haven't had sex in since February. Look at my tits. <laughs> <sweat. laughs> you can't. You can kind of see mine too. It's warm in here. Oh yeah. Should bit. I turn I'm the air conditioning on? No, it's gonna I'll be loud. Yeah, I'll have to move in them. Anyway. Um. But yeah, I, I haven't had sex since February. Right. 
so and i haven't like been touched let's get you late tonight yeah i mean any of nick's friends <laughs> is nick's cousin there is he coming yeah. to the party yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna shoot your shot i'm gonna shoot it i don't even remember what he looks like i just remember yeah, he's, he's just like a greedo okay. guido. <laughs> my type <laughs> i think he's like a low-key trump supporter my type <laughs> no that's really gross yeah. um news news News, 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 Dolphin clitorises are like human clitorises, but better placed. Shit. Yeah. Where are they placed? Right above the vagina hole. Mm. So it's just like very good, you know, friction. And there's no way that that clit isn't being touched. Right. I wish I was a dolphin. Yeah. (laughs) Back to you, Miriam. (laughs) That was great. (laughs) Um, So which one do I want to start with? Okay, this one's good. Tick pick. I don't really know who they are, but I think it's like a music website. Oh my god, I was gonna do this one. Are you gonna... I, I was gonna text you and ask you, and I'm like, our stuff never overlaps. I know it never overlaps. Oh, I thought god. you might do this one too. Okay, I'm deleting all of mine. I mean, you can fill in the blanks of the things I missed, but basically, okay, they did a survey it. about music and sex, and they found out 17% of respondents who have AirPods have had sex with their AirPods in. They're having like very slow sex, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> or like they're just on different tunes. You what know? the fuck does that mean? Like one has one rhythm and one has another rhythm because you're listening oh. to different things. No, I mean, I just feel like they're going to fall out. Like, um, you know, you're, you're pulling each other's hair. Like, that's true. I mean, yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah. My AirPods once fell out when I was on the treadmill. So, wow. Yeah, that sucked. I had to like, that's really bad because I was taking my shirt off while I was running. If you guys couldn't tell Miriam and I are AirPod bitches. <laughs> yeah. I know I was walking up the subway with my AirPods and I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh all right well tell me more is that it that's it oh so if you okay. have more to fill yes in. yeah you <laughs> okay um music genre people's taste in music and their taste in um their preferred sex position ooh. did that make sense you said ooh. okay <laughs> people who like hip-hop prefer doggy style Ooh. okay i, I like, like doggy, doggy. Yeah. <laughs> missionary pop Ew. I don't really listen to pop music, but I love missionary. I love missionary. I love pop music, but not during sex. Wait, no. It's not what you play while you're having sex. It's your taste in music Um, and what you prefer. I like pop. Yeah. Okay. And I like missionary. Heavy metalers like cowgirl and reverse cowgirl. Yeah. Fuck that. I'm not going on top. (laughs) (laughs) They're crazy bitches. Yeah. (laughs) And then this is my favorite one. People who like folk music. Can you guess? It's not even a sex position. Oh, was I think I saw something about this. One, four of them cried during sex, right? <laughs> I didn't know that one. <laughs> um, it was that they like spooning. Aww. <laughs> yeah, that's not a... You could have sex while you're spooning. I have many a time. Oh, yeah. I like spooning sex. Yeah? Cool. It's like I don't have to do anything. <laughs> well, it's like kind of like missionary. 
missionary i do a little bit of like meeting you halfway right but i guess when you're like you're really turned yeah i'm just like cuddling and snuggling it's like you want to have sex okay (laughs) (laughs) this feels nice yeah back to you Ariel. thank you (laughs) (laughs) um now I'm nervous that you have this one about uh, castration. Nope. Okay. Alabama. <laughs> I feel like this is such a you thing. Yeah. Alabama Governor K.I.V. passed a bill that would require sex offenders, again, just in Alabama, to be chemically castrated if they want to get out of jail um, before their parole. What qualifies as a sex offender? I mean, a sex offender. <laughs> someone who's like hooked up with anyone like hooked children. up ew rape yeah. anyone under the age of 13 hooked up <laughs> can't believe I said that <laughs> um, they have to pay for it themselves and if they refuse it then that violates their parole then they have to go back to jail um, and it's a drug that's administered on a continual basis so for the effects to work. So it's like you um, don't have – you're not aroused. This is, like, really great. And so the, yeah. the – I guess it's um, – at first I thought that the chemical – because they, they call it chemical castration, that it, like – Makes like, your dick fall off. Yeah, that, like, burns <laughs> off your dick slowly. But it just – instead of cho- actually chopping it off, it just, like, makes you not have any desire. Wow. That's kind of – um. There was this whole thing, like, people who are pedophiles, you don't necessarily have to be a pedophile to sexually abuse a child, and you also don't have to sexually abuse a child to be a pedophile. A pedophile is just someone who's, like, attracted to children sexually. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them will seek help, and usually the, um, like, therapy that they get for being pedophiles is SSRIs because it's supposed oh, to decrease your sex drive. Wow. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's funny, but that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um, people who have sex with children are not necessarily pedophiles. I don't get that. Some Apparently 50% of people who, like, sexually abuse children aren't necessarily, like, sexually attracted to children. They do the it maybe because they like were a power raped. thing or, yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Bomb.com. Back to you, Miriam. Back to me, Miriam. (laughs) So you might have this one. Um, New York State might be the first state in the country to decriminalize sex work. Yeah. So Democratic lawmakers in New York have proposed a bill to decriminalize sex work and would eliminate all prior criminal records related to sex work. And this is co-signed by Senator Jessica Ramos and Julia Salazar, who I voted for. Oh, my God. Great. Yeah, is she the, Jewish? Julia Salazar? Yeah. I don't know. She sounds Jewish. Um, but the act is mine. called. Yeah. One of us. <laughs> One of us. One of us. <laughs> <laughs> the act is called Stop Violence in the Sex Trade Act. Great. Um, and Ramos had said sex work is work. Everyone has an inherent right to a safe workplace. Which is true. So the law would make it legal to buy and sell sex under specific circumstances. I'm not sure what those circumstances are. And would regulate places where prostitution takes place. And the bill is sponsored by Decrim NY. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. Would you want to be a sex worker? I don't think I can handle it. Really? Yeah. Huh. I think like I've tried kind of some things. What? I tried selling my underwear. Did it work? I think I did it wrong. <laughs> I tried mean? it on Reddit. And this one guy, the only person that messaged me, messaged me and was like, I would like to buy underwear that your boyfriend has come in. Oh, yeah. People like and that. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't want to do that. 
This is when you had a boyfriend? No. Like the, the guy was just assuming? The guy was just assuming. Wow, fuck him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think I, like, need to right now. No, yeah, because you're a fucking rich bitch. I get it. <laughs> but um, I think it's, I think it should be legal. Like, I think people should be able to do it. I don't, I think yeah. it's dumb that it's. I wonder how that's going to change, like, access on the internet. Um, With Sesta and Foster and everything. Yeah, like, what. For those who don't know, Sesta and Foster are acts that were passed by the U.S. government that regulates the sexual related content that can be posted on the internet mm-hmm. um so it makes internet companies viable for the information that's on their website um so it fucked over a lot of sex workers because they use the internet to like yeah they their back page no what back, was it called i think it was it wasn't back page my brother finds um uh things to audition for on a on a site that sounds like back page backstage uh. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. It's funny if you confuse those. I do. And I'm like, Elon, what are you? <laughs> which one is it? I don't know. Um, but yeah, now basically <laughs> prostitutes get, or I guess prostitute isn't the right word. Sex workers get fucked over when they try to sell sex on sites like Instagram and Facebook, even though that is a way safer way to do it than to be walking the streets. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's good that this thing's going to pass and we'll see what happens. Do you want to go to Amsterdam with me? Yes. Cool. <laughs> I feel like if we could make like cool videos there, yeah right? we could interview sex workers there yeah and sex worker what patrons oh yeah yeah <laughs> Not waiting to get the word out. back to you ariel bisexuality among women is on the rise especially uh, among black women oh and according to a recent report 23 percent of black women identify as bisexual okay yeah uh, back to you, Miriam. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, okay. The Vatican released a global education guide to sexuality oh, that I'm so glad you're covering this. calls non-binary gender fictitious. Yeah, they said that there's only two genders and people who claim to be transgender or non-binary or uh, intersex are wrong. That's bullshit because people are literally born intersex like with in the middle of the fucking spectrum um it's a basically the whole purpose of the guide is to help schools teach sexuality um and it's bullshit and doesn't listen to science so who cares about science (laughs) those who are non-binary gender and trans and intersex we see you and we think you're real love you (laughs) that too um do you have another one or is that the last one i have another one okay can you um Back to you, Ariel. Masturbation is homosex, says popular far-right Christian commentator Dave Daubenmeyer. So he says, Ew. if you jack off, you're gay because you're touching yourself. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is next-level homophobia. <laughs> Back to you, Miriam. Have you ever seen those things that's like, nothing's gayer than having sex with a girl? It's like a gay dude would say that. Oh. The girls are the gayest. (laughs) I don't know. It's funny. Um, I guess not. (laughs) 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 So so I'm going to do a two for one in this one. Okay. It's two different pieces of news, but they're related because it's Pride Month and we're, we're having a lot of gay legalization happening so ecuador the highest court voted five to four that uh they want to overhaul the country's current laws in regards to gay marriage so 
it's not officially legalized, but they're waiting for Ecuador's National Assembly to officially change the law. So it's going to happen soon, um, which is a big step because South America is a little bit also more like... They're fucked. More homophobic. homophobic. Um, and Botswana in Africa... I like the way you said that. Thanks. <laughs> Botswana. Think, yeah, I got excited. Um, <laughs> their high court uh, has officially decriminalized gay sex for a while you could face up to seven years in prison for oh, having they. gay sex and they de- they got rid of that uh and they said like the right to privacy includes your sexual orientation so it's not legal but it's not illegal mm-hmm. so that's a step in the Just right direction like in new york yeah um do you think that everyone's doing this for pride month like on purpose I mean, this happens all the time, like year round. I think we get news like this, but oh, and now we're just like, oh, it's because yeah, yeah. gotcha. But it is Pride Month, woohoo! Woo! This is the only month we care about gay people, and then (laughs) (laughs) the rest of the year, (laughs) back to the straights. Back to you, Ariel. Smartphone battery levels and sexual decision making among men who have sex with men is a study that came out June first. So what? Your battery's dying. You're like, oh shit, gotta have sex with someone. Yeah, so basically men are more likely to agree to a hookup like on on Grindr um, if their phone battery is at 5% versus it being 100%. Oh my god. Um, So this is the beginning of the abstract of the study that says, smartphone dating and hookup apps are undeniable factors in the modern landscape of sexuality. In particular, gay and bisexual men have bridged social and societal barriers for connecting by using these apps. Despite advantages afforded by such technological advancements, when individuals are faced with a low phone battery, a sense of urgency may be experienced, <laughs> which can increase risk-taking behaviors to accommodate an impending phone, quote, death, unquote. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, so th- it didn't have anything to say about us. That's hilarious, us though. ladies. Yeah. That's cool. Cool. Uh, cue to music. Clitoris. Clitoracy. Ah. That's a real word, I think. Clitoracy? Yeah, it's like... like being literate about the clitoris? Yep. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I want you to talk first. Okay. <laughs> so that HuffPost thing, there's like this whole section of the We're website. We're going to put it in the show notes. Show notes. Show notes. Show notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, th- but yeah, basically, it's said there... In 1969, we put a man on the moon. In 1982, we just... Oh. In 1982, we invented the internet. In 1998, we discovered the clitoris. Wow. Dun, dun, dun. It was so powerful. Yeah. But it's also bullshit. Like, people have known about the clitoris forever. But we didn't know the full structure. Mm -hmm. And how it's, like, kind of an iceberg where you can see the tip, but most of it's covered. Head in. Um, So, I... My study is... Damn, look at those notes. Yeah, they're cute. A comprehensive review of the clitoris and its role in female sexual function. So um, I'm going to preface this with a little story. I don't know if it's a story, but when I was a kid, I used to play Barbie, Barbie dolls with my friend, Michelle. I'm going to say her name, whatever. Fuck it. No one's going to know who I'm talking about, except my mom <laughs> who listens to this. And Michelle, if she's listening, but Hi, I don't Michelle. think she is. Um well, we used to play Barbies. Oh, God. And we had like the little Kelly dolls, which are like child barbie um and ken dolls and stuff 
And I don't know why, but we would always be like, when the Kelly dolls were acting up, we'd be like, I'm going to pull the little hangy thing that comes out of your vagina. <laughs> and we were talking about the clitoris. Oh. Yeah. The little, the little knob. Yeah, but that hangs out of your vagina? I don't think I've ever seen your clip before and I want to. It doesn't hang out of my vagina, but like that, you know. Yeah, no, that's a very it fun sticks anecdote. Out. That's cute. Yeah, it was cute, right? Wait, wait, wait. You're misbehaving, so we're going to take We're going to pull your clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> You've been a bad girl. <laughs> I'm like, I'll take that punishment. Thank you very much. <laughs> Did you make your Barbies fuck or you All just the time. punished them? Both. <laughs> I was into BDSM for <laughs> a very long time. <laughs> Honestly, who hasn't made their Barbies fuck? Yeah, I know. If you haven't, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, or maybe you're just asexual and that's okay. You know what? You're right. Take it back. <laughs> fuck. I know. I'm the worst. Okay. Um, you're the best and you oh, keep me in check. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We keep each other in check. Yeah. So as I mentioned before, the clitoris is kind of like an iceberg. You can see most of it. Or you can't see most of it. You can only see the little <laughs> bit. Um, most of it's inside. But basically... And I don't, we should do an episode about this, but the female and male, and this is binary, not, and it's excluding intersex people, but um, if you just look at those two, there are, reproductive systems are analogous. So certain parts of, like, that turn into the male reproductive system in utero are, could have turned into the female, like mm-hmm. the precursor. So the clitoris is analogous to the penis, um, and it looks like a boomerang, if you saw the whole thing, mm-hmm. kind of a quote unquote boomerang but basically the clip what you can see is the glands that's like the little knob that's what feels really good when you touch it and Mm -hmm. then the prepus prepus p-r-e-p-u-c-e um and that's like the foreskin basically (laughs) of the penis so um i like to call it you know the the man in the canoe thing no you want to find the man in the canoe the prepus is the canoe and the clit is the man Mm, like the glands yeah it's like a it's a joke for people who don't know how to, who want to learn how to make women come. You oh. find the man in the canoe. Um, oh, okay, okay, okay. That's funny. But yeah, the clitoral body is really similar to the penis. It has a lot of nerve endings. It's but um, in opposition to the penis, <laughs> basically the clit doesn't have any reproductive function. Its only function is for it's sexual, sexual pleasure. Organ. It's the only se- organ in I- any human body whose purpose is purely for pleasure. Wow. Yeah. Um, All hail the clit. Right? So the majority of female orgasms result from clitoral stimulation. If you listen to the show, you know that. Mm -hmm. Um, There were fMRI studies done that showed, you know how there's this whole thing, like, is the G-spot a real thing? Yeah. Basically, uh, they looked to see women who have vaginal orgasms without clitoral stimulation. They found that it actually, like, when hooked up to an fMRI machine, that the clit was actually being stimulated during vaginal orgasm. That it's like the back of the clit. Exactly. So people who have vaginal orgasms, it's a clitoral orgasm. Just your clit is shaped in such a way that it's being stimulated. Damn. Yeah. So that's me. You have a huge <laughs> ass clit. Yeah. And yeah, that was really the whole point of this whole thing was basically saying that like the clit is really important to pleasure and that it's really understudied. Um, we don't really know that much about it. Mm-hmm. And so we need to just keep funding research to learn more about the clit. Thank you. Thank that you. was great. Thank you Thanks. for choosing the study. It was super comprehensive. You're welcome. So mine is called clitoral size and location in relation to sexual fun- function using pelvic MRI. So in women, size matters. <laughs> 
Do you think size matters in men? Like the size of their, in terms of how much pleasure they get? Like, no, their dick. Yeah, based on the size of their dick. Yeah. Um, I know guys with like really big dicks sometimes can't have the sex that they want to have because the people that they have sex with can't handle it. Oh. Like whenever I've been with a guy who's had like an extremely large dick, I couldn't go as hard because Um, it was painful. Wow. Wow. Not even Miriam can handle it. I know. Um, but what about like a small penis? Yeah, that's also pretty bad. Have you had a small penis? Yeah. And it just, it wasn't good. It just doesn't hit the spot. Yeah. There's a spot deep inside. And you're just not hitting it, putting it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, yeah. So in women, size matters. And so in this study, there were 30 participants, which isn't that great. Yeah. (laughs) The average age uh, of the participants is 32. And so 10 of them said that they rarely orgasm. And is it called um, anorgasmic when you can't orgasm? I believe so. So these women were like anorgasmic. Um, and so the researchers used an MRI to scan the pelvic area. And what they found was that in the women who were anorgasmic, AKA me with partners, mind you all, um, that the distance between the clit and the vagina was five to six millimeters long or farther apart than, um, than the women who didn't have trouble orgasming. So, and their clit was usually smaller. Yeah, Miriam is um, <laughs> trying to gauge it with her fingers, the the distance. Yeah. Um, so I figure my clit is really far away and small. You should measure it. <laughs> okay. I could use my phone. Yeah. You know how it does that yeah. thing? Yeah. I also have rulers like literally everywhere in my room <laughs> because I move, not because I'm a nerd. Because you moved and you're a nerd. And this was also super interesting. Women with women who are anorgasmic prefer missionary, and then the others prefer being on top. I prefer missionary. Oh. Not just because I'm a lazy bitch. Yeah. But um, I know people who orgasm really quickly. And is this true for you of liking being on top? I don't like to be on top. Because you're a lazy bitch? Because of my thighs, yeah. My head hurts. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a fucking workout. Like, sorry I didn't yeah. sign up to go to the gym today. Yeah, like, I already went to the gym. I'm not going <laughs> to ride your dick. Um, I like doggy because then I can rub my clit. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It's my favorite. You know what? I'm going to wear my um, unbound ring out tonight. <gasps> I will, too. Oh, yeah. Wait, yeah, maybe, we'll be maybe then we'll win the prize. Yeah. Okay, okay we're going to a, a, a thrift shop party tonight, and the host... Such what a is funny it? theme. Oh, I thought you were saying that that's not what the theme oh, is. Oh, no, it is. Oh. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a $100 gift card prize, and we're just not really sure what we're supposed to I don't to think I'm going to win, and I think I should just embrace that. Yeah, but I think that you might win with the ring. That's true. Like, that's a fucking power But it's not move. a thrift shop purchase. No, it's very not thrift <laughs> shop purpose. Which, by the way, if you want this cool ring, ring. that we are talking about. It's a vibrating ring um, called the Palma. What can they do? From Unbound Babes. If you'd like to purchase it, go to unboundbabes.com and use our code SMHPOD for 10% off your order. <laughs> we just had very intense eye contact. I'm like aroused. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else to say about the clitoris? Uh, no, that's it for me. Do folks. you want to talk about the history stuff? I didn't like read that article. <laughs> it was too well, long. Yeah, I didn't read it either, but I know the the basic fact is that like people have known about the clitoris for a really long time but freud said that women who can't 
achieve vaginal orgasms like basically suck um and so they're immature yeah that they're not like fully formed yeah what a fucking douchebag yeah what a fucking idiot he seems like an immature not fully formed fucker (laughs) (laughs) my mom will say because she's obsessed with freud she's a psychoanalyst she'll say he was just a man of the time (laughs) he can go fuck himself yeah he can fuck himself yeah um <laughs> i have a lot of upper lip sweat that i just wiped oh cool yeah thank you for the transparency no, i'm checking my lip sweat i don't see anything you know what i really like about now that my boobs are even is that even sweat yeah it's James. my <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway yeah so because he said that um people really stopped talking about the clit and like took it out of textbooks and stuff uh, but in the 1970s, an influencer. yeah, for real, <laughs> that's why it's annoying. Like you can say dumb shit, but then people, if people are going to like do things because of the dumb shit you say, then it's a problem. And that's why we have to be careful with what we say because yeah. we're icons. That's why when I, we had that condom episode and I talked about how I don't like condoms, my mom called me yelling at me being like, Miriam, people listen to your podcast. What the fuck are you doing? Not wearing a condom, but what the fuck are you doing? Telling people that it's okay to not wear condoms. And it's it, very odd that you don't. Like I mean, condoms. I I use them, yeah. But I'm not like, yay! My- <laughs> Neither am I, Miriam. I don't love condoms. I love I not getting pregnant so or STIs. Better. Well, I I'm on birth control. That's why I feel mm. like I'm invincible. But I don't want to get <laughs> STIs. And I, in the future, with new partners, am c- saying this to everyone. I'm committed to wearing condoms. Cool, mom. Do you have more stats? Um, yeah. So stats then, in the stats. 70s, they. Uh, the female movement basically got the clitoris back into textbooks but yeah it's the clitoris I feel like one of the articles I was reading was talking about how the clitoris is just like a symbol of the feminist movement because it's like uh, you don't need a clitoris to be a woman I know all this stuff but it just shows that women are really sexual I mean we're people who have vaginas who have clitorises that's just for pleasure whereas people have penises that's for procreation and people have always kind of looked at women as the ones or vagina havers as the ones who are just there for procreation. But really based on anatomy, it seems like people have penises are the ones who are just there to get us pregnant so we can have babies. Um, and we're supposed to enjoy it. And by we, I mean people with vaginas. <laughs> and on that note, I do want to say in the abortion episode, I often said that it affects women, but it affects anyone who can get pregnant. Go for you, Miriam. So sorry about that from last week. I think that's super cool that you are correcting yourself right now. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, clits roll. But wait, you said that it looks like a frisbee? A boomerang. A boomerang. I think it looks more like a wishbone. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I know that feministy stores are all about like selling merch with the clits on it, but like on it, like I don't really like the way it looks. It's It's just like having a dick on your neck. If you have a clit neck, like it's, I guess it seems to me it's like hack. Like, I think because everyone's doing it, like, I don't want to, even though I I want to be supportive of the clitoris, I just don't want to like wear an enamel pin of the clit. You know, I think that's fine. Okay. (laughs) Maybe if it was a cute little button.
But if your question's about sex, not snakes, then ask it here on Sex Questions. We have a question from a listener that we're going to read. I'm going to read. Okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to do it. (laughs) Hey, I was wondering if I could just ask your advice on something. Just listen to the porn episode of SMH Pod. Cool. I've been with my girlfriend for a little over a year. Before we got together, I used to enjoy watching porn. Early on in our relationship, she made it clear that she didn't like my watching it. She didn't explicitly say, but my understanding was that my watching porn, my watching porn made her feel self-conscious about her body, and that's why she was uncomfortable. Obviously, I didn't want her to feel that way, and I stopped watching. But I'm going to be honest, though. I miss the experience of it sometimes. It has nothing to do with my girlfriend or her body or my satisfaction. I love her, and I love my sexuality with her, and I think her body is perfect. She is perfect. Oh, my God. Fuck me up. up. (laughs) (laughs) But it was just a fun thing I would do sometimes, and I think maybe that's what I miss. I'm not sure. Do you have any advice for me moving forward? Thanks. You're welcome. Let's call him Aladdin. Cute. Um... He's so sweet. Yeah. And like almost too sweet. Like why is he he loves her so much but he's not um prioritizing his pleasure. Yeah. And his girlfriend's self-conscious and like she needs to go to therapy. Yeah, like you're jealous of some random porn person who has like that's like being jealous of anyone in a movie. Yeah. That you're significant That you're other watching. Yeah, you're deriving joy from like of watching that movie yeah or reading a book like that you could really sell you could be insecure about really any situation that your significant other is in and yeah. you, I don't think it's fair of anyone to stop someone else from masturbating in the way that they want to mm-hmm. masturbation is like the ultimate form of self-care yeah it's just about you and you can't really dictate what other people are doing when they're masturbating I yeah think. yeah I totally agree with you so I think that Aladdin should talk to his girlfriend about it um I think if you preface it with all the stuff you've told us like I love her body and I think she's perfect blah 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 if you say I love your body and I think you're perfect I just want to watch porn when I masturbate but it's not because I don't think you're amazing yeah it's a hard thing to reckon with like when girls are like why doesn't he just jerk off to my nude pictures and like videos of me well I don't always jack off to the same videos that I watch in porn I like I like a variety yeah. And I'm not cheating on the other pornos. And a lot of the porn I watch isn't stuff that I would even want to do in my day to day. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's the, another thing. <laughs> it's all like about fantasy. Yeah. And, um, I mean, we're all voyeurs. It's a different realm. It's a different thing. Yeah. It'd be one thing if he like was having sex with someone else. <laughs> yeah. That's not cool. But I don't think watching porn constitutes as cheating or anything like that okay wait if just remembered we didn't say the discount code for unbound we did oh we did smh pod oh okay you're right (laughs) it's been eating me up inside (laughs) well there you go again bitches yeah swipe up (laughs) yeah basically anyone who's listening to this if you're insecure about your partner watching porn stop it stop it stop it cut it out spray (laughs) spray spray (laughs) and that's all folks you're welcome oh my fucking god we forgot to introduce ourselves in the beginning again (laughs) you this was seven minutes in heaven we're your co-hosts ariel kaplan and miriam jivatovsky thank you so much for listening thank you for leaving a five-star review 
and telling your, thoughts, your friends. Yeah, telling your friends. Thank you so much for posting it on your story. Yeah, we love it. Um, we love to see it. We love to hear it. We need validation. Yes, constant. Also, you know what's cool is that the more people who leave reviews and the more people who listen, the more people we can reach, and then we can get to like the top charts. But we need your help. Yeah, for the world domination stuff. Yeah, so if you've gotten this far and you want to help us dominate the world. <laughs> leave a five-star five review. Yeah. And if you do leave a review, like a written review, you can send it to our Instagram, smhpod, and we'll feature it on our story. Yeah, and yeah. It'll be like a moment of fame for you, mm-hmm. which is fun. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, wait, 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 oh. wait. wait. <laughs> If you have a question, <laughs> you can email it to the smhpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at smhpod. I know it's a little confusing. That one doesn't have the the. And now I'm done. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.